Hello, 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 and hello to you. This is Rachel, and I'm remote. This past couple of weeks have been a little weird, but fine. I do want to talk about navigating um, the time off that we have in between jobs. Um, Talk a little bit more about my own search what I am looking for, and just some things that I do to prep for interviews. I hope you find it interesting. Okay. Okay. So, all of us have a different experience at work, of course. Not all of us have the same level of financial support or whatever type of support that we might need to actually remove ourselves from work environments that are not working for us. We don't always have that option and I very much sympathize with people who can't do this. I'm in the position where um, the health insurance at my last company was so unreasonably expensive that I didn't even take part in it. So that is sometimes a big reason to not quit your job because you would lose out on healthcare benefits, but I didn't have them in the first place. There is also a lot that we think about as we're transitioning away from one job to another and weighing the potential risks and really thinking about what we want that we don't have now. Because we all know that when you consider going to another company, you can do your interviews, you can do your project, you can do your research, but you're not there. And so it's always a risk joining another company in terms of if you're actually going to like the work, if you're actually going to like your coworkers, if you're actually going to like your boss. It's always a risk. Um, so, you know, what I typically do, and I'm, I'm not the role model here by any means, but um, it takes me a long time to decide if I'm ready to leave a company. And I think some of that is built into this idea of being... Uh, it's, it's the internal pressure to feel guilt of, like, letting someone down. And first of all, <laughs> companies are not here to protect us and, like, really take care of us. They're here to make a profit. So while I'm not saying that you should, like, swear at everyone as you're leaving or anything like that, um, the company is going to be fine. They're going to be fine. They're going to be totally fine. And I think someone mentioned this to me. I can't remember. I read it or something, but um, the idea that when you think ahead, you know, however many years to your retirement party (laughs) at whatever job you're at at that time, and people are toasting you and they're celebrating you, whatever, the people around you at that moment are not going to be the people that you work with now, very likely. 
the company is going to change, you are going to leave it or it is going to leave you. Uh, it, it, we, we all change so much, companies change so much, that we should always be prioritizing what we need as individuals. And that is okay. <laughs> and I'm saying this out loud because I think many of us have been conditioned to not think this way and to think, oh my gosh, it's too early to leave or I need to give them ample notice or I need to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Sure, and I think some of those things you can take into account if you do have like a great relationship with your boss. You might really like your manager, but you don't like the job or you don't like the company, whatever. And it's important to keep relationships like that open and healthy so that they can give you a reference in the future. But that said, we shouldn't, you know, bend over backwards for companies hoping, hoping that in the future they will give us good references. That is also not a healthy thing to do. So, 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 so. I have a very strong conditioning that tells me I need to have another job lined up before I quit my current job. And I have done that for the past three companies now. I, I get why we're conditioned to think that way. I think some of it is unhealthy. Some of it is just playing it safe. You know, you don't want to lose your health benefits. You want to make sure you're not taking any undue risk. If possible, um, I highly recommend, again, if you can, if you can swing it financially, if you can swing it, you know, in your personal life, to, to actually leave a company you know, give them whatever notice they require and then focus your time on actually beginning your search and and even before that, thinking about what you really want. What do you want out of a company? I highly recommend it, again, if you can. And if you can't, that's okay too. You can still have this same process where you think about, you know, what you're looking for next and, and this type of mental transition, you can still do that while you're at your other job, but you need to be careful not to overburden yourself because as we all know, interviewing and just the job search in general is exhausting. It is tiring. <laughs> so do it in a sustainable way. And for me, you know, whatever happens in the future, I hope I don't have to do this for a while, but you never know, but I, you know, depending on how things are going in our lives, I will definitely be leaving the company first, having just some time to myself to figure out what I want next, and then going after it. I know, I know, I know. I know that I've already mentioned this in another episode about um, kind of preparing for the why now? What are you looking for next? Question that is inevitably going to come your way as you look for your next job and are interviewing. But it is actually a great question to ask yourself. I don't love when interviewers ask us why, but <laughs> um, you should ask yourself, 
um, what, what are the things that I'm missing today that I need to see in my next company? It could be related to the actual work you do. It could be related to the company culture. It could be related to the team environment you work on. It could be related to the relationship with your manager. Um, it could be related to your growth path, career progression at the company. Uh, so these are things that I definitely recommend doing and, uh, do as I say, not as I do. I definitely threw myself into this last search and, um, I will not do that again in the future. You know, again, depending on finances, um, I, I need to think through things, but a couple, I will share more about my personal experience. I've been a little theoretical here, but um, I have been looking for a job recently. And um, at the very beginning of my own search, this, this other company was kind of at the very beginning of theirs. And they're a super small company. And the process actually went very, very quickly, much quicker than I thought it would. Um, so quickly, in fact, that I started doubting myself. Um, this is going to be a common theme here. <laughs> I know the type of work that I need to do. I really need to work on my confidence, but um, I am very quick to doubt myself. Am I able to do this role? Um, why do they even like me? Um, am I going to like it there? Did they get to know me enough to really make a good decision? You know, things like that. But... Um, but yeah, so the, the timing is a huge thing that is very hard to control. Um, some companies are going to move much faster. Some of them are going to be super slow. Some of them are going to be kind of right in the middle. Um, I'm always impressed when I see that people are able to get to a point where they can compare two offers side by side. Uh, I have not really been able to do that before because of timing. I just, I never get two offers in the same week. But um, it definitely happens to people and it might happen to you. And I think that's wonderful that you have even more information to understand how to make an informed decision about your next role and company. So do that if you can. If you can't, stick to the questions that you originally asked yourself what you're looking for. So for me specifically, when I think about the next company I want to join, um, it's really all about the environment um, that I'm working in. I am not extremely motivated by money or benefits, though they are super, super important for my day-to-day -day life. Those need to be um, fair and equitable, but um, my day-to-day -day motivation is really driven by uh, how I'm able to connect with, with the people I work with. and. I work specifically in a field that is all about connecting with people and understanding them, which is people operations. And I think I'm good at it and I enjoy it, but I have definitely worked at places where because of the company culture or because of um, the leadership team or even a few people on the leadership team have made that very, very difficult. And indirectly, or I guess very directly, have made it almost impossible for me or my team, people operations, to have a positive impact on the people that work at that company. So this is really what I've been deconstructing in my mind and understanding, um, you know, things that I need to watch out for when I'm interviewing, things that I need to look out for in a good way. Um, 
and make my decision from there. So I hope that that helps you as you're, as you're doing your own search. You may have noticed already listening to this is that I'm repeating words at the beginning of each segment and it's because I'm recording this in the browser the anchor.fm browser and for whatever reason it kind of mutes my mic at the very beginning I think it's trying to be accommodating to extra noise or something I don't know but I apologize for that hopefully it will not happen in the next one but um, I, I was mentioning at the beginning that I would share just some more tips about, or you know, what I typically do to prepare for interviews. And I know I've mentioned this in other episodes, but um, there's really two big things. And, uh, you know, I mentioned already that um, thinking about what you really want out of the next company, out of your next role, and out of your career too, although I it's hard for me to really wrap my mind around what I want out of my career. <laughs> but um, if you're able to do that, great. This is, it's good for yourself, as I mentioned, as you're looking, but also for interviews, this, this helps you kind of tell your story and help them understand if uh, you'll be a good addition to the team, but also for you to calibrate, you know, I know what my needs are. Are they going to be able to meet those? So anyway, this is going to help you with those questions that uh, usually come up in interviews that are like, what are you looking for in your next company? What are you looking for in your next role? Or what are you looking to do in your career? Things like that. So you'll be able to answer those because you've already thought about it. Um, the other big thing, and I think I've mentioned this as well, but just in, in terms of a little bit of a ritual, um, if I'm having an interview the following morning or you know, the next day, I kind of like to sit down the day before and just for like, seriously, not more than 10, 15 minutes to um, think about some questions that I want to ask uh, the folks that are interviewing me. You may or may not have time for these, but it is nice to think about um, what you would ask in case you know, the timing does come up and you're not like, oh, I don't have any questions. <laughs> and, um, but they, they are likely going to answer some of those questions as, as the conversation unfolds. So, but I, but you know, maybe they don't. And, and then you have your questions on hand. So, um, I just pull up the careers page of the company, the LinkedIn of the person I'm working with, um, uh, the job post, if it's still available, you know, information like that and, and start asking questions. Um, I usually like to ask, you know, I'm looking for people operations roles, so I want to ask, you know, why are they hiring for this role now? It may be on the job post already, but, um, you know, I've, I've interviewed with smaller companies and this is their very first people operations hire. So I want to know, like, why now? What's going on right now? Um, uh, but I think the why now for them is a good question at any point. So that's a great one to ask. Um, the other thing I like to ask is, you know, especially as you're getting into panel interviews or uh, you've made it past the first interview and you're talking to people who are going to be your peers or not necessarily your manager, but um, other people you work with that are important too, and asking them, you know, according to them, their perspective only, what do, th what do they think this person should focus on, especially in their first couple of months of the company? Uh, this, this question is really, I love this question because again, if you're able to ask it to several people, 
you're going to get really interesting perspectives and they will likely be very different. They should be different because we're all trying to accomplish different things at a company. Um, but this is also going to tune you into how you might work with this person on certain projects. You also now have an understanding of things that are important to them and where they think the gaps are. So I just think, I just love this question because it gives you a lot of insight. Um, and then, you know, this is not a, none of these questions are mind blowing, but another one that I like to ask is, um, again, from their perspective, what would they like to see change at the company? And I, you know, I asked this from a, you know, very people operations perspective, but I think it's valid for any role at the company that you're going into. Um, what do they think needs to change at the company? And this is going to give you an idea of some things that are going well with the culture, some things that they'd like to improve. Um, maybe it's not related to culture, things that they'd like to change. Maybe it's operational type stuff. But it's potentially going to be things that you are going to I was just cut off by Anchor FM in the browser. So I'm going to call this a day, but I have talked all already and touched on many of the points I wanted to. Um, and I don't want this to get too long, but if this topic is something that's useful to you all, I'd be happy to expand upon it in the future. Um, but I hope that, uh, you know, you share as much feedback as you'd like about the podcast. I'm enjoying recording it, but no clue if it's been helpful. So anyway, thank you for listening. I'm Rachel and I'm remote.